0: And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Wherever you are in the world, it is Sunday, July 3rd, 2022. Welcome to His Hard Line, and you are joined with me with another episode of 1% with Him, and we are going to be reading Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 34. It is the 4th of July weekend, it is Independence Day weekend. I don't really anticipate having too many people listen live here today, but that's okay. I still get behind this mic to do what I promised God to do and that is to at least get daily scripture out there once a day so somebody at least can go back and listen to it later or the next day or whenever. And so I'll be back after this uh, segment. we're gonna I'm gonna do a his hardline quick look where we're going to be reading more of the uh, 2000-25 manual uh, field training manual and i might do a special uh reading as well um with you know in spirit of independence day and so anyways uh just a couple quick show notes before we get started um again share this podcast far and wide i did realize i figured out um how to share this show so if you ever come on the chat and you're on the phone and you're listening live, um, on a mobile phone at the bottom, I believe we're kind of close to where there's a chat, uh, where you can put in comments. There's like a little gray square with what kind of appears to be like a little arrow in one of the corners. I believe if you click that, that's like the share button. And then it'll pop up some sort of, um, like uh, some options of, of where you could share it, whether if it's through like Facebook or Telegram or true social or email or text. Um, and then you just pick the desired uh, platform that you have downloaded into your phone and it'll tie it right there for you. Uh, so that is something that I figured out because somebody asked in a chat on another show. I had no idea because I never really listened live to any podcaster on my phone. I just know what it looks like on my screen so but anyway so welcome to one percent with him so we're going to get started so we can get to some of the other shows here before it gets too late so again matthew chapter 6 i'm reading out of the new american standard bible chapter 6 verses 1 through 34 take care not to practice your righteousness in the sight of people to be noticed by them otherwise you have no reward with your father who is in heaven So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets so that they will be praised by people. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the poor, do not let your your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your charitable giving will be in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When I pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they will be seen by people. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But as for you, when you pray, go into your inner room, close your door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you when you are praying do not use thoughtless repetition as the gentiles do for they think that they will be heard because of their many words so do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him pray then in this way our father who is in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us our daily bread And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive other people for their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people, then your Father will not forgive your offenses. Now whenever you fast, do not make a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they distort their faith faces so they so that they will be noticed by people when they are fasting truly i say to you they have their reward in full but as for you when you fast anoint your head and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by people but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth for this reason i say to you do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat and what you will drink nor for your body as to what you will put on is life not more than food and the body more than clothing look at the birds of the sky that they do not sow nor reap nor gather crops into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more important than they in which of you by worrying can add a single day to his life span and why are you worried about clothing? Notice how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin thread for cloth. Yet I say to you that even, not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow, is thrown into the furnace, he will not much more clothe you. You of little faith, Do not worry then, saying, What are we to eat? And what are we to drink? And what are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that is the reading of chapter 6, verses 1 through 34. Now, Matthew 6 is the second of three chapters containing Matthew's telling of Jesus' sermon on the mount. And the passage is one of the few chapters entirely composed of the words of Christ and the primary theme of Jesus' teaching so far is how god the father cares about the hearts of his people not just their outward actions and thoughts and attitudes can be sins just as much as words and deeds and here jesus expands on this pointing out that even good deeds must be motivated by sincerity in order to be truly righteous and so putting on the appearance of piety in order to earn the praises of others is not pleasing the god and Christ explains these ideas using several examples. So, like, first, he says, not to sound the trumpet when you give to the needy, which is why, like, when I give, I definitely don't like talking about it because that's not how I want to give. I want to give because it made that person feel happy and blessed and like somebody actually cared for them. But apparently, in that era, though, sometime. Some timed their giving in synagogues and streets to coincide with temple trumpet blast, and this ensured crowds would catch them giving and praise them for their generosity. And Jesus calls such people hypocrites who have received all the reward they will get. Rather, Jesus tells the crowd to be so quiet about charity that one hand doesn't even notice the other hand giving over the money. His point is that charity ought to be It ought to to bring glory to God, not to the giver. And God the Father will notice and reward those who give in humility and sincerity. Next, then Jesus warns not to be hypocrites in prayer, and he is likely calling up images of well-known religious leaders who prayed loudly in public to be seen and heard by everyone. And Jesus tells his listeners to pray behind closed doors where nobody else can hear. They should trust their Father to hear and reward them as before, as his point is not to denounce all forms of public prayer. Instead, Jesus is speaking about motivation. Legitimate prayer is not a performance or a show to be done in front of other people. And so that those who pray in order to impress others are not pleasing to God. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest reasons why we have So many people that just, you know, they're, they're, they, they, they go to church. So many people do every Sunday almost like it's a drive through. Like, okay, I've done my sinning. uh, I'm going to go do my giving and do my praying in front of my peers and some of the people that I know and some of the people at work that I know that I attend church with so they know that I'm a good person. And uh, all is going to be well in the world. And then I'll go another weekend. Uh, we'll be right back at it again. I mean, so many people go to church. You see, this is why I cannot stand the churches right now. For many reasons, because of the 501c3 model, number one. Number two, there's a lot of false prophets out there that are leading so many people astray on purpose. But number three, there's so many hypocritical parishioners out there. I'm not saying I'm a perfect man myself. Clearly, I'm not. But I pray alone in my semi, I give hopefully when no one is looking because I don't want praise, to be quite frank with you, because honestly, I don't know how to accept it. I have a hard time accepting compliments when I do a, a good job. I mean, yes, I do say thank you and all the usual things, but I do. I actually have a hard time accepting Praise and compliments. I just I don't receive it well, which is why I like being a back end guy. That's why I like being, you know, on backstage working to help those that are in the forefront. I'd rather be that guy. And so, in the same vein, Jesus adds that it's wrong to pray like the pagans in their idol worship, basically. Praying mindless, rep- you know, repetitive, empty phrases over and over again. You know, I used to pray the Rosary a lot, and I still, I still pray the Our Father a lot, and I pray in other ways throughout the day. But I've, I've kind of shied away from the Rosary because I started thinking to myself, "What is the purpose?" And it's a Catholic thing, and I always thought, "What is the purpose of saying like fifty Hail Marys?" And Five Our Fathers and, you know, the Glory Be prayer. And, you know, I just, I never understood it. And they say that, you know, there's a lot of power with the, you know, with the rosary. Okay. What kind of power are you talking about? The power of prayer? Because this is what I don't understand. Like, again, like God said, you know, like it says right here, God is more likely to hear you know, if you're using babble or mindless chants or robotic repetition, doesn't mean that God is more likely to hear or agree with your prayers. It just means that one is praying using empty words instead of sincerely talking to God. And 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 maybe people who that pray the rosary afterwards, they actually, you know, have a sincere prayer to God. Maybe. I know I had, but the words themselves are not magical spells or, you know, they're not Things that will make things just right, if you will, and sincere prayers means trusting that God knows what you need and speaking accordingly. And 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 here's the thing: He already knows what you need. It before what you need before you even you know pray for, pray for it. Jesus gives a simple model of prayer for His people to follow, and this has come to be known as the Lord's Prayer, though it's not literally something Jesus Himself is praying but this is his outline taught to believers explaining the right attitudes and the components of prayer. And that begins by addressing God as father, declaring his holiness, right? And asking him to accomplish his plans on earth. And then Jesus models request for daily food, forgiveness of sin and deliverance from temptation and evil and he adds an appeal for forgiveness from god as well as a declaration to god that we have forgiven other people as it states in verses 9-13 through and then christ then underscores how forgiveness ought to be reflected in the life of a born again believer and this is easy to misinterpret when taken out of context And I think his meaning here is that those who have been forgiven by God are expected to appreciate such forgiveness. And that should inspire an attitude of forgiveness towards other people, something Jesus will expand on in later parables, like you'll read that in Matthew 18, 23 through 35. And in this moment, he's noting that unforgiveness suggests someone who hasn't experienced forgiveness themselves. Amen to that. And so after modeling prayer, Jesus returns to calling out the hypocrites who perform religious acts in order to be approved by others. And so when they fast, they don't groom themselves and they walk around looking gloomy all day so everyone will know how spiritually they're being and oh look at the show that I'm putting on, right? And that's all the reward they'll get. Instead, Jesus says, "Do your fasting for God and not to be seen by others." See, there's a there's a common theme here. Don't put on a show. Wash your face. Don't tell everyone. God will know, and he will reward you accordingly. Stated in verse 16 through 18 in chapter 6 here. And then Jesus turns to the issue of money in the hearts of his listeners, and faithful believers ought not stockpile money and possessions on earth. Material things, including money, are just temporary and hard to hang on to. And his point is not that wealth is evil itself. That's not what he's saying. But what he's saying is what's dangerous is the prioritizing material things over godliness. That's why you can't serve two gods. You you can't serve two masters, one being God and one being wealth. What's better is to stockpile treasures in heaven. And this means making right choices out of sincere devotion to God. However, a person invests their treasure, including time, money, and emotion, is the real priority of the heart. And so those who live for money will live as blind people in inner moral darkness. And that was something that I have always struggled with for the very longest time, truth be told. And so the biggest thing is that you must choose, Jesus said. God and money are two different masters, and you can't serve both. If you try, you'll end up resenting one and loving the other. And then lastly, Jesus talked about was those with little or no money and he, he said to them, not to live with anxiety over basic needs of life, even if they don't know how they will pay for the food and clothing And I'm sure we're seeing a lot of that nowadays today with the way inflation is going and the high increased cost of fuel, rent rent increases. People are struggling. And God, the Father says, or he feeds the birds and clothes the lilies, and his people are far more valuable than that. That's why he says, are you not more important than the birds of the sky? I mean, worrying accomplishes nothing. And believers should make it the point of life to pursue God's kingdom and his righteousness kind of hence why we're here at his hard line i want to make sure i do my best while i'm here on this earth serving to the max capacity only operating on three to four hours of sleep literally a night i mean i just had a 14-hour day of work today but here i am because i made a promise to god and so we cannot concern ourselves or we can concern ourselves with that trusting him that he will provide all we truly need and basically just let tomorrow worry about tomorrow don't worry about it trust god for today's troubles Forget tomorrow. I love this book because it happens to really, this is one of the books that really had to help get me out of the whole, um, what do I want to say? It helped me get out of the idling of money because I used to be that way a lot. Oh, I got to save money. I got to invest this. I got to make sure I invest in, in this, in this stock or in this mutual fund, you know, because my goal, I wanted to be like a multi, 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 multi-millionaire by the time I hit 59 and a half years old, you know, I, I just, I wanted to buy a huge yacht by the time I hit, you know, before I reached 60, I wanted to make sure I had my dream car that I wanted, you know, and I'm not saying those things are not good or they I'm not saying those things are evil, but those were my priorities. And so, I had to shift my priorities once I, once I, started getting more rooted in the Bible, and I really started reading more, and I was listening to some other truthers out there that were rooted in the Bible, and then I got reading some sermons by I want to say it was uh, uh, you know I talk about him all the time I can't believe I'm forgetting his name Ah John MacArthur, he's a pastor for I believe it's called Grace community or fellowship church. I I might have that church name wrong, but it's Grace Something Community Church out in LA. And I read a sermon that he did in August of 2021. And after I read that sermon, it prompted me, or, well, first, let me say this. I felt a push within me, almost kind of like a slap upside the head, a subtle one, if you will, from God, because I always thought about starting this podcast back in, um, back in, I want to say it was like May, May, June of 2021. And then I sat stagnant. I, you know, I had paralysis of the analysis and I crew, you know, I, I acted on some action items that moved towards that, like creating logos, for example, for shirts that I would make. Cause that was one of my ideas. I wanted to make my logo and then have a special Bible quote on the back of it, which I'm going to start pumping out here before no time because I want to do like a giveaway on these shirts um so my wife and I we were talking about that because we have a heat press so we want to start doing that but basically the long story short was I've always wanted to do the podcast and this was something that was kind of an idea that was kind of ingrained in my mind but I always just kind of sat stagnant with it and then until I read that sermon by John MacArthur that he did in August of 2021 I did not reach it until literally late January of this year so he did this in August and I got around to seeing it and discovering it in January of 2022. And that's when I kind of felt the right upside my head. And it was kind of like God saying, all right, Jason, I I need you now. If you don't act and move now, I will find someone else. That is what I felt pressed upon in my spirit. If you don't move now, I will move to someone else you have the gift and talents that you that i gave you and i need to use those gifts and talents now and i said okay and that very next week i went out to guitar center i started buying equipment studio equipment microphones mic stands an extra monitor um you know i had already invested money in a new macbook And then I had to go get into, you know, paid subscription to do unlimited audio on Podbean and buy website domain names and create the website. Like I started getting into all of that. And man, that week I started doing that. Let me tell you what, Satan was right there at my side, pushing me every step of the way, pushing me, tripping me up, stumbling me, not just doing that, but at work. I mean, every single day that week was a bad day. And when I say a bad day, a bad day perceived by others. Me, I knew what was happening. Cause as I was getting tripped up, literally in some cases, literally tripped up, I would trip over a hose when I was unloading gas at a station, or something stupid would happen. And I and I remember, I stopped what I was doing and I looked, kind of like out in the middle of nowhere. I looked in the like kind of in the air, not in the sky, because I only look in the sky when I talk to God. But I just kind of looked out in the air. I said, "I know what you're doing, Satan, and your your efforts are weak. You think I'm gonna stop?" my plans that God put in me to carry out because of your BS. Got news for you, buddy. I don't think you really know me very well. And he kept trying to stumble me and trip me up. But guess what? Here we are five months later and it's growing. And listen, he still trips me up. He's still right there at my back door, knocking, trying to break in, trying to bust through that armor of God. He can keep trying every once in a while he'll seep in. And then I have to do, you know, my prayers and ask him, ask God, Hey, I need, I need you to evict this guy out because he is trying to, he's being a real pain in my butt. And so anyway, what's the point I'm making here? The point is, is boy I got on a major tangent there my goodness I hate when that happens but here's the thing back back to you know chapter 6 with the whole money thing I think that's where I was talking about you know I used to have so much anxiety over money and you know I always you know I always wanted to achieve wealth and achieve all the great things in the world. But then I started realizing once I started digging into the Bible and I started doing this 1% with him, right? Reading at the time it was called 1% or less with him, but started reading daily. And I really started understanding and comprehending what God is trying to teach me and what's really important. And so I'm at a point now where, Cause I used to donate my and listen, I make, I, I make great money. Like last, I'm not even get to what I made, but I'll just say this. I was working a lot of time, a lot, a lot of overtime between 2020 and 2021, a lot of overtime. In fact, I made more money than anybody. I should say any driver. And I, I, I make, I, I already found this out. I made more money than my manager by like 50 grand. And so and I'm, again, I'm not going to save the salary because it's, you know, I'm blessed and God has humbled me with that. But here, my, here's my point. I was so caught up around money by working all this overtime. And I used to donate plasma to make extra spending money. And I was getting drained out. My energy levels were low. I wasn't doing anything with my family. My family was suffering because of it. I wasn't spending quality time. I remember my mom, when she came up to visit, she, she was asking me, she goes, boy, how does it feel to make that kind of money? You know, being the top earner, top earning driver, at least with the top two in the state of Michigan in the company. I said, it's a lot of work. It's a lot. Of, it's tiring. I said, it's not even worth it. And so I dropped doing a lot of overtime and it, it brought down my income between drop, between stopping donating plasma. Which brought in, I think, four hundred and fifty ish dollars a month, if I stayed consistent, and then dropping some overtime. I mean, I I I took down my income by over eleven, twelve hundred dollars gross each month because it just wasn't worth it. What am I doing? What, I'm working for all this money for what? To let it sit in the bank and not spend time with my family, my kid, my daughter. Nah, sorry. Money's not that important to me. I tell you what, and I I started, and I st- don't get me wrong. I still have my anxieties that I'm still working on, and I have to go to God every day and ask Him for forgiveness. I'm sorry for my anxiety. Please lift this burden off of me. You're the only one that can. They still creep up in me. But as far as the money thing goes, I don't even worry about that anymore. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow's going to worry about tomorrow. I'm not worrying about. It. I'm going to let today worry about today. Today is all that matters. And so. I don't even care about the money. In fact, you know, I just, it just, I, yeah, I have really no other words. I just don't care about it anymore. Like I I've ripped those money hooks out of my skin. They're done, gone. So I want to have fun with my daughter. I want to take my, you know, my wife and daughter out and we're, so we're, that's what we're doing. We're living life now. Finally, we're finally living life. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're Doing more trips. We went down to Tennessee. We went to Gatlinburg this this past you know early spring. We're gonna go to Kalahari you know water park resort. It's a big place. My daughter loves that place, so it's like a thing we're gonna do for her birthday. We ne- I've never been to the Mackinac Island up in northern Michigan, up in the UP. My wife has been there a few times as a kid. She's like, you got to go. It's so beautiful. I guess you can't even have cars on the island. All you hear is uh, all you can do for getting around are bicycles or horses or walk. That's it. And she says when you're on the island, all you hear is horses just trampling along on the brick road with their, you know, horseshoes on. She says, it's just a magical place to, to be. And I said, okay, let's go. She goes, really? Cause it's pretty pricey to spend, you know, to stay up there for a, a couple nights. But I was like, you know what, who cares? I can't take this money with me. And I've worked so hard. What I'm going to just let it sit in the bank. Why? So the banks can freaking make money off of it. Nah, let's go have some fun. I'm not saying let's spend like drunken sailors, but enjoy a little life because My daughter is only so little for so long and anybody that's listening to this, I hope you really hear this message loud and clear because if you are a parent of a little child, children grow up fast. I can't believe she's going to be six here in a month. Just seems like just a a month ago, I was just holding her, feeding her. You know, I, I just can't believe she's already six. And so I'm not, I don't plan on wasting that precious time because when she's grown and gone And doesn't want to hang out with the old man anymore. I have my whole life to work extra as I see fit. But right now. It's about spending time with the family. So don't let miney be your idol. You cannot serve two masters. So I know I went a little long. But this is one of uh, one of one of my favorite Bible chapters. Because it helped me. And so. So. and I'm just reading right here in the chat here, someone, uh, somebody out in California here, uh, she, she was saying that she got laid off two years ago and God has shown his faithfulness and he provided for our needs is what they wrote. Amen to that. And my mother-in-law has talked about stuff like that too. She and my father-in-law, cause they have their own appraisal business. They've had some very slim lean years and she prayed and she prayed and she they had two daughters a newborn baby even at that point they had just built a house and times got tough and slow but god provided and that's one thing i've kind of had to re- recollect on my own past experience when i've had moments of despair and worry when i had when i thought all hope was lost God provided. And so I don't worry anymore about the future. I don't. I, at least I do my best not to. I'll be a liar if I said it didn't happen once in a while. It does. It does. But. That's what makes us human. Every once in a while. The armor cracks. And. Anxiety seeps in. It does. It does me sometimes. And I'm still working on that. So, nobody's perfect. But anyway, let's end this on the prayer. My goodness, 32 minutes. Time flies when you're having fun with Jesus and God, huh? All right, Heavenly Father. Oh, wait, wait. I like my little tranquility piano music when I do this. There we go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day of life and good health. Thank you for our family. Thank you for this weekend, this celebration of the Declaration of Independence. Let people. Sit and reflect and, you know, be reminded of what we broke away from, which was tyranny and people that were godless and, you know, people that wanted to oppress us and put their boot on our necks and they wanted to keep us away from you, God. They wanted to make us look at them like they're gods. But that's not how that works. And so let people reflect on that and remember the true reason why we celebrate this holiday that we all call the 4th of July. It was to declare our independence and to break away from Great Britain. And we will return to true full independence once again in this nation. We are at our 1776 moment yet again we've been asleep at the switch for far too long, but it's time to wake up and get 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 uh, get back to business. So just be be our guiding light and we will follow. We pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that's all I got for you. I'm going to come back here in a couple minutes. Um, I just got to do a couple things real quick. Uh, I'm going to do another His Line quick look, do some, another section for the War Training Manual 2000-25. We're going to be starting to get into some really good juicy stuff, you know, stuff that's of actual substance. So I'll be back with that. And then possibly I might do one more show. My uh, wife and daughter, they're at the uh, family cottage right now, a little bit up north. So, of course, I got to work. Gas still needs to be hauled because there's lots of people in Michigan. Apparently, they like to come visit the state from down south. I don't know what it is about the state, but eh, whatever. Keeps me busy, so it's fine. Um, that's it. We'll see you later in about 5, 10 minutes. All right. We'll be back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day.
0: website www.hishardline.com for all the latest updates